What's going on, everyone? This is City Wrestling Radio, October 17, 2022. I'm your host, Corey Smith, being joined, as always, by my main roster mate and yours, Mr. Jose Oseguerra. Hello, Corey Smith. It's a pleasure to be here this week, and I continue to use the NPR vibes. The NPR vibes continue. I'll be using these vibes, yeah, for the next month or so, or until it becomes tiresome to the crowd and or to us. Well, at least until November 1st, when we're going to force you to have Mariah Carey, Jingle Jolly, Snow Falling Everywhere vibes. God, I hate that so much. I mean, if there's one Christmas song I hate, it's that one. I, I think everyone wakes up on November 1st to that ring. T- I, I think everyone's iPhone is automatically plays that to wake them up. Like, effing uh, Groundhog's Day, right? Either way. Uh, we're not mm-hmm. here to talk to to remind you that the holiday season is it's literally weeks away. Get it's, ready right now. But it's either- right in the rearview mirror. Watch out. And, you know, you know there's, there's a City Wrestling Radio store. Nonetheless, we're not here to talk about all that right now. We're here to talk about some wrestling. First off, WWE Day 1 is... (laughs) It's Day None. (laughs) Ariel Helwani is uh, frustrated as hell with uh, Tony Khan. And uh, I took liberties with that. He didn't use the word hell, so everyone calm down. And uh, (laughs) Lucha Libre action is coming to Disney+. Juicy. So we're going to get into all that. But before we do, please... Take a quick second to uh, click the like and subscribe buttons down below. Leave a comment if you have a minute, and uh, it really does help out the show. And uh, hey, it whatever helps us, it helps you get more wrestling news. So help us help you. You know, this is really for you. So invest in your future is what I'm saying, right? Word, yes, hundred so, percent. Hey, I, I always say, you know, you should always think three steps ahead. You know, you want to know. You know, I I help fund. That great professional, you know, journal, these guys with journalistic integrity. Some would say, hey, that guy sounds like he produces an actual news show. You know what? You know what? Maybe. But nonetheless, get involved. Help out City Wrestling Radio with uh, it doesn't cost you a thing. So like, share. Just two seconds of your time. And uh, comment if you got a minute or two. Let's get into everything. Um. So, like I was saying at the beginning of the show with my really dumb joke, WWE Day 1 has, according to uh, WrestleNomics.com, this is a report by them, you know, they're not a very uh, well-known publication, but they're out there. Uh, WWE has pulled the plug on the newest WWE Premium Live event. The report states that the PLE won't be rescheduled, but instead is canceled as WWE does not have any premium live events scheduled between Survivor Series on 11-26, November 26th, and Royal Rumble on January 28th, which to me, that seems ridiculous. Like, almost, right. uh, I mean, almost two months w- without a uh, without a show? Yeah. Like, um, I, there's, I, I was under the impression that there was going to be a show. It's just not going to be called Day One. So, WWE Day 1 was supposed to take place Sunday, January 1st, 2023 at Atlanta's, at Atlanta's State Farm Arena. Now, Jose, uh, did the WWE, like, doom this premium live event from the get-go, calling it Day 1, forcing the show to happen on January 1st? Despite, you know, whatever day of the week it's on. Because, uh, like, in my opinion, they could have pushed this at least one more year. Yeah, you're right. Um... I, 
and especially since they won lands on a Sunday this year, right? Absolutely, yeah. Yeah, just go with it, man. Um, to me, it, it it feels like things are still up in the air. I don't think a final decision has been made. It is a con idea. Yeah. So Triple H might be, you know, totally trying to erase history, right? Yeah. Um, oh, Nick Con idea, you mean? Yeah, well, exactly. Well, Nick Con's still uh, in the company, though. Yeah, but how much influence does he have and True. how much influence does Triple H want, yeah. right? Yeah. And, you know, it begs the question, you know, how much did, eh, Nick Con, how much control did he al- allow Vince to have? How much control did he push back? Did he keep Vince under right. control? But that's a whole discussion for another time. Right. And I also hear that there's like two major football games happening in Atlanta that weekend. So it might be a, yeah. another reason why, you know, Triple H might be wanting to pull the push the brakes on like the Rose Bowl or ah, dude, you're asking the wrong person. <laughs> we're not insider football. We're inside the mat, <laughs> which is another guess wrestling show. Anyways. Well, yeah, despite that. Like I said, right now, day one is off the books. Um, like I said, I still think they're going to be putting something on instead of day one, maybe uh, day seven, you know? Yeah. WWE uh, you know, seven. you don't you don't have to. You can still call it day one. Um, just call whatever event. And you like do take a note out of AEW's notebook. The first raw of the year that can be your day one. Yeah. Oh, no. Yeah. I guess because it's the day one of Monday Night Raw. Yeah. And I think that would be good to have more shows like that with for Monday Night Raw and SmackDown, more special yeah. shows like, AE, P- like you said, AEW has. Yeah. PLE quality shows, as one would say. Yeah. And, you know, WWE is kind of stepping up their game in a sense where they're going to be they're going to be doing everything that yeah. AEW does, you know? Oh, yeah. And call it their own. Yeah. You know, because. Uh, like before, okay, let's just think before Vince, you know, or before Triple H when Vince was in charge, okay. you know, Vince was putting on this generic show. It was a kind of, I would say a really bad sketch comedy show that involved wrestling, you know, right. Whereas now it's a really good show. It's a really good wrestling show. Wrestling is highlighted again. Exactly. And that's what AEW did for the longest time to differentiate themselves from WWE. Now they're pretty much on the same platform, you know? So right. how is AEW going to handle this going forward? You know what I'm yeah, saying? You know, just come up with some high quality ideas to differ- differentiate, differ- make yourself different from WWE. Uh, you know, and one, one thing I don't think they will be doing is... uh. Well, this last Monday night on Monday Night Raw, AJ Styles made it seem like he was joining Judgment Day along with his former cohort, his former Bullet Club cohort, Mr. Finn Balor himself. You know, I have a bone to pick with comicbook.com for putting out the spoilers of this hours ahead of me watching. Screw you guys. Do better. Yeah. Well, you know, it was all over the place because it was AJ Styles, AJ Styles swerved Judgment Day by saying, when he needed family, he wasn't referring to Finn Balor. Out come the former IWGP and WWE Tag Team Champions, Anderson and Gallows, the Good Brothers. And Impact Champions. And former Impact Tag Team Champions as well, yes. Now, we reported this last week that the Good Brothers were set to return, but we both I don't think we both really thought it was going to happen so quickly because right. Carl Anderson is still the current IWGP never open weight champion. Uh, 
Now, Carl is set to defend the Never Openweight Championship against Hikaleu at New Japan's Battle Autumn in Osaka in the Osaka event on November 5th. And Fightful Select has confirmed that the Good Brothers will continue to work with New Japan Pro Wrestling through Wrestle Kingdom 17th on January 4th, 2023, per a verbal agreement between the Good Brothers and New Japan. Mm-hmm. This week, the uh, the Good Brothers, Gallows and Anderson, are set to take on Alpha Academy on Monday Night Raw. Jose, I, I just I just said this going into this what we were just talking about. <laughs> yeah, yeah, is WWE gonna you know tear down the brick wall? Not even the Forbidden Door, but they're tearing down the brick wall. It seems, and you're gonna have people working in New Japan, working in WWE simultaneously. At least for right now, you're having the Good Brothers do that. What, yeah. What, could we? Do you think we're going to see New Japan talent in WWE? Um, I think this is a case of victims of circumstance, right? I don't think they foresaw that Anderson was going to still be the Never Open Weight Champion at this time. And isn't this uh, the uh, battle, the autumn battle, right? In Osaka? Yeah. Isn't it the same time that they go to Saudi Arabia? Uh, I believe so, yes. It's right around All the right. same time. So, I mean, you know, it only makes sense that he gives up the title when everybody's hopping on the plane. We'll drop you off. Anderson's like, there. I'm not doing that. Did he go there last time? I don't know. I can't remember if he did. But he was. I can't remember either. If yeah. he got caught I don't, on that I don't first really pay plane, attention to those plane rides back. Those oh, long tarmat yeah. uh, halts on the, on the. But no, like. Y- New Japan, di- and WWE. Yeah, they're, they're dipping their toes in, in, in the water to see, you know, what can be made of. What do you think is the amount of influence WWE and Triple H hold over Tony Khan and AEW? Do you think it's a major influence with New Japan, or are they? Are, is New Japan kind of like, hmm, we'll see whoever comes up the best? So New Japan's influence on Tony Khan, or you said WWE's, I'm sorry. Yeah, WWE versus AEW, what's their influence? I mean, I don't and, really think... And how does New Japan hold them in regard? You know what I mean? I mean, I don't think that Tony Khan... I. And, it, and it's unfortunate, like, because Tony Khan has been always the person where his eyes are straightforward on his plan. He's always right. followed through with his plan. And I don't think he's, like, really paying close attention to WWE right now. I mean, his own company, you know, his three of his EVPs are in the midst of maybe being ousted from this company along with their former world champion who they signed all the year ago, you know? Yeah, totally. But you know what? I think it's more of a wink, wink, nudge, nudge until they fire the former champion. Uh, but you know what? A fallback plan I think Tony Khan has up his sleeve is he's becoming really good friends with uh, John Moxley. Well, John Mo- you're right. John Moxley is kind of taking the uh, taking the flag, the AEW flag, and running with it. He is becoming yeah, totally. the man there, you know? Mm-hmm. And I think his... That position, you know, it was Kenny Omega, and it was it was Moxley, and I think at one point it was, it was Cody, yeah, and I think at one point it was threatened by Punk. You know, I think Punk was set to be the next guy there and the guy in professional wrestling, but John Moxley has really just taken and ran with it. Um, mm-hmm. I'm I don't know, man. I I really I can see some sort of working agreement between New Japan and WWE going forward. Just some sort of talent exchange, not, oh, you know, Alpha Academy's coming over to Wrestle Kingdom and, you know, title versus title, nothing like that. But I do see something like 
you might see some young lions come over and they're going to get squashed by brawn. You're going to see them Shinsuke on... shooting over to Japan for uh, a month stint. Exactly. And exactly. You know, other people going to Japan for maybe a month, maybe a couple weeks, a you know, AJJ white go at it. Yeah, exactly. So I think this can be super beneficial because like, quite honestly, I am ecstatic that WWE is kind of putting their foot forward and making their company better. Oh, oh yeah, totally, hundred percent. But I, we could be reading too much into this particular case. No, you're right. We can be, and maybe I'm just fantasizing the future. You know, we'll we'll, we'll know more after November fifth, right? When we see what Carl Anderson does. If he if he keeps the title, yeah, there is going to be a working relationship. If he doesn't, you know, things are up in the that air. That being we'll said, we still have not seen the iw the, he did not come out with the iwgp open weight title he did not he did and not. yeah although you know new japan is they keep those titles close to them I was it was that. it was it mentioned on tv i don't think it was i don't know i can't remember anyways let's move on before we sound dumb rhea ripley <laughs> has been out of action since uh june 6 2022 after and winning dental yeah has, no no you're good uh, after a fatal four-way she injured herself being pulled from a. Uh, uh, and being pulled for money in the bank due to, like you said, a brain slash dental injuries. But this week, uh, Ripley has returned to action. I said that very weird, but she's returned to action at a WWE house show in Sioux City, Iowa, teaming with her Judgment Day partner, Damian Priest, against Dolph Ziggler and Nikki Ash. Am which, I missing something? Is that a thing? Which is a very who do we got tonight type of team. Yeah. <laughs> you know? <laughs> Uh, where do you see Ripley uh, in, you know, I feel like WD, like I said, I think WWE is doing great things right now. I think they're really putting their foot first foot forward and, and just kind of owning what they do. But the rosters are getting, starting to get a little bit, you're starting to see the same conversations we had when AEW was signing everybody, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Where do you see Rhea Ripley fitting in this roster that's beginning to bloat? Uh, she'll be an active valet, aka China. Yeah, you know what I mean for the DX. Um, not really involved in the women's division, not quite yet. Um, uh, she'll slowly creep into it, but she's she's definitely a part of a, a group right now. She's an active member of the stable. She's she's always active in somewhat active in the ring, uh, week to week. So I just expect that to continue. Maybe get, be you know throw in another lady on the other side of whoever uh, these guys are going up against. Yeah. Um, you know. That's yeah, the, so well, the, that's the thing about the Judgment Day is they've been kind of all over the place. You know, one week they're battling with AJ and the Good Brothers. Next week they're battling with Rey Mysterio and Edge, you know, and Beth right, Phoenix. Right. <clears throat> so right now, I mean, I don't know where she's going to fit. I think she would make a great women's champion going forward. But they have to decide what they're doing with people like Liv Morgan, people like uh, Alexa Bliss with um, Bray Wyatt being back, you know? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Because if if anything, last week at um, Extreme Rules, you know, that, that Wyatt return with the, the two titles behind Sister Abby in the crowd, which yeah. apparently was planned. Yeah, you know? felt like it. So, yeah. it, it no, it, I mean, it wasn't like the Triple H came out and was like, hey, yeah, we planned it. You, Sorry, that was Scott Hall doing a Triple H impersonation. <laughs> it, it didn't work out. It was Scott Hall coming through me. Good enough, good enough. But, you know, it it remains to be seen. I think Ripley would do great. I mean, maybe even, I hate to say it, back on NXT. 
You know what I mean? She was a great women's champion there. I could see her stand out on that on that roster, but I don't see her standing out here in this women's roster, especially like on SmackDown. They're bringing in like Roxy in. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah, TBD, I guess. We'll see. But yeah, I, I like her. I like her where she's at now. I like that whole. Uh, if he wants, if Dum Dum wants mommy, he gets mommy. If it's, Dum Dum, it's wants a little mommy. creepy. It's like it's like not sexual, but it's like it's, not. it's like it's like this weird like kink like like super kink sexual you know what i mean yeah it's super dumb like it's not relationship it's, they got going right yeah it's not like this like like i've seen couples you know be like hey mommy hey poppy you know like they just say mm-hmm. that like maybe when they're being intimate with one another you know what i mean right or, right, or right. just being you know canoodling watching a movie mm-hmm. but <laughs> they're walking around like like dominic gets what mommy gives him <laughs> yes mommy <laughs> I want that milk, please. And it's just like, Dude, they, what the they, fuck is like, going on here? They're like one moral half step away from him walking in with a leash around his neck. <laughs> I would actually kind of like that. Go for it. I think they should go for it. At least that would be yeah, less man, creepy than it, the mommy. That would be less creepy than than him calling her mommy oh, and her yeah, referring yeah. to herself as mommy. Or if he calls her poppy at, at one of the. I would I would actually prefer that. Really? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Anyways, well, yeah, they're playing off the whole China Eddie Guerrero thing there. Yeah, yeah. Um, so also let's move on. Bray Wyatt is back in WWE and seemingly on the SmackDown roster. This week he returned to the blue brand, cutting an in-ring promo, establishing his new character, which his new character is apparently himself. I I, I don't know. I'm trying to figure this out. He's apparently just a regular dude with with a lantern. Um joyous to be back in WWE. Now, I, I don't know what it was, but his voice was either a little shot or he was putting on a voice that entire time, you know, when he was doing the Wyatt stuff. It was very whiny, yeah. It, it was drastically different and than his real voice because I don't think I ever heard him sound like that. I don't think he sounded like himself. I'm not ripping on the guy. I'm just making an observation. No, this is totally put on. This wasn't... Uh, this wasn't well, what's his name? Like he, Wyndham Rotunda. Yeah, there wasn't Wyndham Rotunda. This is uh, this is this uh, is Bray a Wyatt, meek, a meek Bray Wyatt, because he had a little bit of cowardly in him. Maybe even portraying a little bit of the White Rabbit, because we know that the White Rabbit was coming. Maybe this is the White Rabbit character. Well, it could be. You know, Wyatt's name has been on Twitter for uh, ever since he left WWE. Wyndham Six, you know, and right. right. A lot of people are thinking that the Windows 6 are stable. WWE this week also, you know, one thing I didn't even put in the, the rundown. WWE this week uh, established or like put out the trademark for Uncle Harper. Right. And nobody knows what that what that is. You know, mm-hmm. I, I don't know. Maybe it. I don't know. But so Wyatt said um, this is a side of him he's never got to show. A genuine version of himself. Wyatt Wyatt went on to talk about his past uh, works feeling meaningless and said that meeting fans helped him through dark times. So total like babyface promo here coming from Bray Wyatt. But then a video played on the screen featuring someone in a mask because a lot of people with that same uh, with that same uh, affect that he was using. Exactly. And, you know, the video went on to say. Oh, little one, my little one, come with me. Your life is done. 
forget the future, forget the past, life is over, breathe your last, you've got no idea who you're dealing with, do you? Oh, but you will, you will. So, first off, kind of creepy. Secondly, um, <laughs> yeah, I don't think that was him in the mask. A lot of people said, oh, yeah, that was Bray White in the mask. He was just on screen. It didn't sound like Bray. And a lot of people were talking about... It could have been pre-recorded. Is that the same type of effect? Maybe they're trying to destroy okay. us, yeah. And it could be some sort of symbiote, some sort of Venom-type character, you know? You right, know, right. a la, you know, I said, like, Venom from Marvel. So, Jose, I feel like they're kind of all over the place, though, with this character, yet they're still not completely off the rails with him to get him mm -hmm. where like to get him pushed with the fans to be over because he's over no matter what yeah, you know what i mean yeah, yeah. he could come out next week in a bunny costume be like hey man i'm here i'm the white rabbit who wants some candy <laughs> it still gets huge pop and people Maybe would pop more. for him they were like i want some fucking candy like he's throwing out white rabbits. Where do you think they're going with this uh, this Bray Wyatt character and maybe the Wyatt Six? Yeah, I I don't know, man. <laughs> uh, I don't know, uh, man. I don't know. Um, you know, I, I really feel like he came off like a really meek, really you know, uh, I almost I almost hurt myself. Well, I was going through it. It's kind of like he was on a verge of tears. It was kind of like uh, Tom Hardy's character in Venom. You know, oh, yeah, and, you're right, you're and, right, yeah. and Eddie Brock, Eddie Brock, right? Yes. Eddie Brock just yes. in general, you know, he, he, yeah, in the comic books, he was what he was of a, a, a college athlete. A failed, for, failed photographer, college athlete. Yeah. Okay. He was a failed photographer, college athlete, and he was kind of a dick. In the movies, he was played by Topher Grace in the first ad adaptation. Ouch. I'm just saying it was. And then Tom Hardy uh, he briefly came over to the MCU for one after credit scene. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, but. It, to me, that's what it reminded me of. It reminded me of a tortured soul who is battling these crazy, not mental health issues, but actual demons in their head. You know, he's being right. taunted by some sort of creature that's following him around. And like I said before, you know, and I was wrong about his theme song. I will I'll be the first to say that, man. I was wrong about his theme song. I'm sorry, guys. I'm sorry. But, you know, I'm not a fan. I I. I Oh, I don't like that new theme song. It's stupid. I don't, I don't like it either. The intro is cool. Yeah. But then when the song gets going into the, the first verse, I'm like, whoa, what is this? Yeah. Linkin Park wannabe. Well, the fact that they, uh, they, they own the rights to that other one because they found it you, online. You, use it and remix it, man. And that's Damn. what they did with his second song, which was. Yes. Just do that again. Anyways, if The Fiend comes back and comes out to that song, if somebody comes out to that song eventually, I'll be fine with it. Yeah. Okay. Well, he wore this mask that that film character wore, right? Not to say that somebody can't put it on and be a different character. Yeah. Okay. You're right. Okay. But, okay. You're right. You're right there. But you know, it it was his mask. He wore that, and then when uh, the the character on screen is talking, it's almost like he's talking to the broken child that is Bray Wyatt in the ring. Yeah. Oh, little one, my little one, uh, come with me. Your life is done. Yeah. Yeah. Forget no, the future. Forget the past. Life is over. Everything that you're talking about is done, yeah. right? He was talking about hurting himself. For life is over. Breathe your last. Let's become a new character. Yeah, and you know, I think, and I, I think this is all hinting at what was kind of known amongst wrestling fans is that he was really held back from doing what he wanted to do. 
Yeah, because this is some really deep stuff. It's, like you see stickers all over the place. This is deep. Um, it's dark. It's uh, it's you know what do they call those? You know, like it's not augmented reality, but like you know when something's online, but then you can like dial a phone number and then it, you know you get some clue and then you go back online, and you type that clue and just. Yeah, yeah, it's a, almost like a follow your own adventure. Absolutely, and it's mm-hmm. it's fantastic. Like I do think they're kind of like I said, going overboard a little bit. Not overboard, but they're just like. They're, they need to just tone it down with, like, the amount of stuff they do because at first they were doing these videos hinting at a white rabbit. Now there's not really a mention of the white rabbit since, um, since what do you call it, uh, Extreme Rules. Because now the white rabbit is me hurt in the middle of the ring. I mean, it could be. or I love you guys. Or it could be I someone else coming soon, you know? True, true, yeah. Anyways, somebody who's not coming back to WWE... WWE because oh, tell. as reported by uh, yours truly last week and well, okay, figure four wrestling online, <laughs> Renee Paquette is all elite. Um, Renee stated this week on, well, first off, she came out this week to start uh, AEW Dynamite having uh, an interview uh, and also hosted multiple I mean, interviews. Throughout she had the night. two lines. <laughs> <laughs> well, she said, welcome everybody. I'm Renee Paquette. I'm all elite. Woo. Let's go. But she got to able to talk a little bit more on her podcast called The Sessions, formerly known as Oral Sessions. It's a little risque name. Once she became a mom, Ooh. she was like, I got to tone that down. I'm a mom now. Yeah, before, before my daughter starts Googling it. But she said, obviously, we watch so much wrestling, referring to her and Moxley, so much wrestling in the house. We talk so much wrestling in this house. And it was always an odd displaced sort of feeling. Anytime I went to shows with John, because I'm always used to being at the shows, but working and being useful and contributing. Uh, Paquette did go on to say, so being there for the duration of John being at AEW and not being able to contribute, um, just being John's wife, I'm just hanging out. I'll pop through catering and grab a bite. It's just a different feeling going through as a guest, as opposed to now being you. That's for talent. Yeah. (laughs) Put that down. Uh, as a guest now being on my way to oh cool i i go here now she's very like um very positive like fun like i feel like anybody can talk with her and it'd be like all right i like you you're positive but like let's calm it down a little bit yeah yeah um she's like super cool too i don't know maybe i just look up to her as like a broadcasting person but yeah and she was pretty cool in divas too but you know they didn't really highlight her much uh, Paquette, she, she did say she was grateful for her time in WWE. Um, she said, I just felt like I had done everything there and, that I could possibly do. Looking back at my time in WWE, I just would like to reiterate as well as because I feel I, I, it can get very muddy in these conversations. So she just kind of wanted to reiterate that her time in WWE, she holds no grudges and she was grateful for her time there in uh, the E. Yeah, well, you know, the wrestling community is very, they pick sides. They can't just, you know, love everything. They got to be one or the other. We'll talk, so, we'll you talk, know, we'll oh, talk about that oh, in a she, minute. Yeah, so she she must hate WWE now, and now she's in AEW, and it, you know how. They conjure beef up out of nowhere. I, I, I get it, Renee. Well, although Renee does not plan to do any commentary in the future, um, the future is looking all elite for Renee Paquette. Uh, what, what do you, what do you want to see from Renee in AEW, Jose? Great question. This is what I want to see. Thank I want to see, 
uh, repackaged events, uh, year-end reviews, uh, top 10 uh, surprises of the year. I want her to do like one-off specials. Can we see AEW backstage? <laughs> I don't think we're going to see that, but uh, I'll be down for, you know, uh, backstage interviews. I don't know if she's down for that, right? She might feel above it. Well, she's not doing commentary. Yeah. You know, and, and she seems and to be a part of the team there. So I don't think she was a big fan of commentary. I think I say put her as lead um, backstage, like backstage reporter. Yeah. And special event. I liked her when she ran uh, the pre-shows. Maybe she could do that. Absolutely. Well, speaking more on AEW, earlier this week, uh, wrestling and MMA journalist Mr. Ariel Hawani made comments Ooh. on a recent interview he had with the CEO of AEW, Tony Khan. He said, quote, it was the most frustrating and to a degree, not so fun interviews of my career. Have you listened to the interview, Jose? I have not, okay. but I read some of the transcripts. Okay, so now... If you do, if whoever did listen to the interview, it does start off kind of weird as Ariel does start off with, oh, welcome to the show. I thought you didn't like me. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. what What way is that to start a show first off? Like, yeah, it's very competitive. It, it, in my opinion, it's it's setting the tone on, like you said, a very combative level. Yeah. Um. So Ariel would ask questions regarding MJF's contract, the status of CM Punk and the Elite. And Tony Khan just gave the corporate answer. I I can't comment on that right now. Sorry, I'm not gonna. I can't say anything. And and Ariel kind of persisted with, "Oh, why can't you answer that question?" Kayfabe, bro. Kayfabe. It, fudge. It, it's, it's not even. It, to me, it's not even kayfabe. It's it's. Well, he can't. He can't talk the details about MJF's contract. That's that has to be some type of breach, right? He can't talk about the status of an investigation going on within CM Punk and the Elite. Come on, man. He, and well, Tony Khan did say, you know, and I didn't write the exact quote down, but he did say something to the, along the lines of, well, you know, I, it would be the same if somebody at Fulham, I wouldn't openly talk about their contract with the public, with them, without their, you know, consent. You know, I wouldn't talk about somebody with the Jacksonville Jaguars contract openly without, you know. Yeah, exactly. Breaking some tough laws. Why don't you ask Ariel? Why don't you ask me about my negotiations at the Cow Palace? Yeah, exactly. I know all about that. Um, (laughs) We talked about it last week, didn't we? It was one of the last. I can't remember. Yeah, it was like two weeks ago. Okay, Jose. Now, are we going to see more of this like subdued? Because for a long time, Tony Khan was the guy who was like, "Oh, we're going to give fans back." And I've talked about this for weeks. We're going to give fans backstage access. We're going to give them exclusive behind the scenes, like. Uh, content that they never had before. But now I feel like we're seeing more of subdued Tony Khan in interviews from ever since, you know, that night after All Out. Um, Kind of a corporate-like spokesperson. Um, Do you think we're going to get more of that from Tony Khan? Or or did Ariel have kind of an agenda with this podcast? Two things could be true at the same time. Number one, yes, he did have an agenda. How How do we, you know, the way it all started is just, you know, Combative. It was challenging to Tony Khan, but at the same time, I think what you're seeing from Tony Khan right now is backlash from all the Mark uh, accusations that he's the super Mark. He's the oh, Tony Khan's the ultimate Mark. He's this. He's that. You know, you poke the bear. Eventually, it's gonna fight back. And what we're getting now is Tony Khan the character. Well, we're not it's getting not even the legit Tony Khan. We're not getting Tony Khan the fan anymore. And that, that's yeah. straight up. That is that above all else. That is what we're getting. Tony Khan yeah. is. 
I think, and I'm going, you know, I'm going with my emotions here, but I really think he's step, he's going to step into this role of leader and not fanboy anymore. I think he's yeah, going to put he's... his foot down and say, I'm not going to talk about that. I'm sorry. If you want to talk more about it, you can contact my PR people, but, or, you know, Hey, maybe they'll have to find their, um, their other source, but Tony Khan is not going to be their source anymore to get dirt on the inside AEW. Yeah, you had a good while you had a chance, but no, you had to ruin a good thing. So now you're going to get Mr. Tony McCon. And (laughs) 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 hey, Ariel doesn't stand a chance in hell. Uh, No chance. But, you know, it also was weird when Ariel was talking about the 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 interview with Tony Khan. And he's like, I'm going to get in trouble here. But, uh, you know, all the AEW freakazoids are going to come out of the woodwork and they're all going to attack me for this. But I'm going to say it. And and that to me also it made signified in my head. Okay, you got something against the AEW. Yeah, this community. guy has an agenda. And yeah, he has a- yeah, either way, I mean, I I don't see. Like I said, I love WWE right now, and I think AEW is great as well. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I think both companies are doing fantastic things right now. They make each other better. They make the, we're the winners here. When they fight more, we win. So, yeah, because to sit here and fight over you know w- w- my show's better it's it's literally it's Dude, they're filled with wwe guys it's the <sighs> exact same thing though it'll happen day in and day out star wars star trek yeah you know what yeah. i mean you, marvel you can, dc you can, coke pepsi you can, you, you can enjoy it all people M- mine's, better you mine's better than yours mine's better than yours and the more content out there the more like you said the more we can enjoy hmm Speaking of more content, this weekend, oh, yeah, uh, I've, been, I've been waiting for this. This weekend, Triple Mania happened, and uh, well, we didn't really watch the show, but we got some highlights from the show. Uh, well, one highlight in particular, Triple A, I mean, like I said, Triple Mania happened this weekend. A video package played promoting a new show on Disney Plus. <sighs> I'm gonna try this. El Oregon, 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 Oregon. De la mascara. Origen. Origen. So just think origin. Yeah. But soft G. Origen. Origen. Okay. Well, I tried. Uh, De la mascara, which is uh, the origin of the mask. Uh, Mm -hmm. Will feature origin stories of the AAA Marvel themed luchadors and is set to premiere, uh, or sorry, December 21st, 2022. Now, on the downside of this. Because I'm, I was super juiced when I heard about this because I love Marvel and I love wrestling. So fuck, sounds cool. And and, and for the while, this like Marvel, like AAA partnership, it has kind of been lackluster to me ever since they announced it. it. Well, I remember we saw that one um, match last year. Yeah, in Triple Mania, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Or was that before the pandemic? No, it was during pandemic. Okay, it was uh, t- it was last year. I think I think it was just just last year. Okay, so on the downside of this, triple AAA nor Disney released the trailer online. The only videos that are found of this are fan footage taken from the show in the crowd. Yeah, I'll wait. Uh, that being said, many are speculating that this could be a regional only uh, release rather than an international release. Jose, like I said, that M triple A U. <laughs> has been on the decline since the start. Uh, does this show even stand a chance? Because I would like to give it a chance, but AAA and Marvel both don't seem to like want to push this show at all, or or anything Marvel Luchador. 
Yeah. Um, in the United States, I, me personally, I would love to see this and I would love to get the comedy out of this because you know it's just going to be nothing but funny. You know, Spider Man got bitten by a radioactive luchador. Um, yeah. Well, they would have to get <laughs> this, some this... sort of bone saw like uh, character in there, you know? Oh, Reference. yeah, for sure. It's the Macho Man. Uh, and everybody's in masks, so you could just overdub it really easy, you know, hence, uh, or a la Power Rangers. Uh, Power Rangers. Yeah. yeah. Um, I don't see this working in the American market. <laughs> uh, I only see it. Uh, if I was in Mexico, it, it'd be plastered all over the place, and I would definitely watch it, but this is not going to work here. Well, not in a million years. It seems to me, you know, AAA does have a lot of issues with broadcasting their uh, shows in America. I wonder if their contract with Marvel, what it entails, what does it say can they promote can they even show this stuff uh in other countries because yeah. marvel no, is and this go ahead go oh ahead. yeah i was saying marvel is very like it's the, the contract to use their stuff is very weird because as mm-hmm. you know you know they are owned by disney and they have if you go to disneyland there's marvel rides right but if you yeah. go to some other parks in america they can also have marvel but these parks aren't disney and these aren't Marvel Cinematic Universe characters. They're based off of the comic books. Yeah, right. So, yeah. I yeah, I just wonder what kind of contract AAA has with uh, Marvel. So. Yeah, no, good question. Because, you know, uh, as we know, and I don't want to put any shade on, you know, my own people, but we are some bootleggers. <laughs> <laughs> go, go to the San Jose flea market and see how many Aranya boys you see. That's um, all right, dude. Senor America. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, there's some bootleg shit out there. Uh, my son got recently went to Mexico and he got a Hulk, but it, it has like a radioactive light in the middle. You might want to get that tested for actual radioactivity. <laughs> lead paint on it, yeah. And he has an infinity gauntlet that you could take off or put on with a regular hand. Yeah. And it's the ugliest looking figure on earth. And it it came without a wrapper. Have you uh, have you ever seen like those? I, I saw one at a flea market recently. It it was uh it was the Oakland flea market, the Laney College, and mm-hmm. it was one of those like wrestling bundle pack, and it had like all these wrestlers that were like based off. It was like. It was like this is stung. This is you know, fle- King Mysterious Flex Booger, Flex Booger. You know, yeah, King Mysterious. <laughs> you know, um, it, it, it's it's funny, but you know this, it's weird. This triple A, this triple A Marvel stuff. It, it really to me, I don't know if Marvel even likes it. You no, know, I, I don't. Yeah. I, I think they might have gotten they signed up for something and they were like. What the fuck did we sign up for, dude? <laughs> yeah, they, they saw Triple Mania last year and they're like, whoa. Uh, what? What is this, guys? Can we do something with WWE? No, we have to. Okay, well, fuck. Yeah, I can't, <laughs> we need Kevin Feige. We need, we need the Kevin. We need Kevin involved. If you haven't watched the season finale of She-Hulk, go watch it. We need Kevin involved yeah. to write yeah. this story. Maybe fuck. We need She-Hulk in this. Up in this bitch. Yes. yes. Some. Uh, what's her last? Jennifer. Wal- Waters, Jennifer Walters. Walters, yeah, I love that She-Hulk man. She's great. And, uh, me too. And, great and if you don't love She-Hulk, then uh, that sucks. For we you. got two words for you for the 25th anniversary. <laughs> I wasn't even doing the, the DX song, but you know what's funny about that too? <laughs> On the 25 25 years of DX, yeah, the fact that Billy Gunn wasn't oh. there. Yeah, they came out. Everyone's like, so 
That's all they did. Dick, you can't say cock. You can't say blow. Yeah. Yeah. And they're all just like, hey, what's up? Oh, God, we're so old. If we're here at 50 years, you'd shoot us in the head. (laughs) Uh, Buddy, you'll be dead and gone. Where where is Billy Gunn that (laughs) week? You know what I mean? He's having a match with Swerve Scott at AEW. You know, he's actually still competing. And that's like. Putting over talent. He's putting over talent. Absolutely. So. I think that's great on Billy Gunn. I think great shape, by the way. That, that boy is tanner than a tomato. Which tomatoes aren't <laughs> tan, but he's redder than a tomato. That that's probably yeah, a better way to put gotcha. it. I gotcha. All right, so let's take a let's take a little preview of what we got going on this week uh, for wrestling. You know, because there, there's a couple a uh, couple big shows I want to talk about. Now, first off, I do believe uh, is AEW Dynamite. The same is it on a Tuesday this week? I believe it is. I think they call it Tuesday Dynamite. Yeah, yeah. I, Major League Baseball playoffs. So AEW uh, Dynamite will be going head to head with NXT. A lot of uh, yeah, and head, they're TBS stacking up the shows. Home of the, yeah, TBS is the home of the Braves. Uh, <laughs> home of the Braves, get it? Home of the Braves. Yeah, home of the Atlanta Braves. Well, yeah, no, I, I mean, they are. I that's the one thing I know about TBS is like from my childhood was mm-hmm. Mama's family. And the Braves, Mom's family, you know, because well, that's that yeah screams TBS to me, yeah. So, uh, but before, uh, before anything else, AEW Dynamite, like I said, it's Tuesday night. We got John Moxley set to defend his AEW title against Hangman Page in his hometown, Cincinnati. Uh, why am I blanking on the state? Cincinnati is it Ohio? Ohio. Hey, that's where <laughs> Toy Ohio is. I want to go to that one day. Okay, it's a it's a toy convention. Go check it out. Oh. Uh, yeah. Uh, Chris Jericho is set to defend his Ring of Dishonor championship against Dalton Castle. Hikaru Shida versus Tony Storm for the AEW Women's title. And uh, Renee sits down with both Brian Danielson and Wheeler Yuta, uh, which to me, that seems a little strange. I wonder if we're going to get some sort of uh, uh, inter, um, you know, combat club altercation there. Maybe. Mm-hmm. And Death Triangle versus Best Friends and uh, MJF Talks. So... Wow, he cool. talks. Yeah, I mean, it looks like a cool. It looks like a cool uh, uh, episode of Dynamite. I'm hang, I'm in there for Hangman Page. Uh, you know what? Probably not though. Now that Renee's part of the crew, I was thinking that John Moxley was going to go on vacation. But now since she's on the roster, <laughs> it looks like he said, "Hey, babe, like, um, you know how we're supposed to go on vacation? You want to do the exact opposite, and you just get a job with my company, <laughs> so we don't ever have to vacation." Okay, yeah. thanks. So no, it, it it does you know like you said, John Moxie was scheduled to take six to eight weeks off. So yeah, I don't know. I I don't think it's time to put the title back on Hangman because that's the way AEW does it. They get yeah. you invested in that last week's promo by Hangman got me mm-hmm. pretty fucking invested in the Hangman. I love the yeah. Hangman. I love everything about him from his pink shirt to his tassel jeans. You know? Oh, I don't like the pants. Oh, I love Change the tassel jeans. A real man wears tassels <laughs> on his jeans. <laughs> they bother me so much. And uh, next Saturday was it Saturday? God, I'm not getting the exact. I need to pull this up because uh, NXT. Halloween Havoc is uh, next weekend. Did you know that, Jose? I did know that. Yeah, yes. it's October twenty second, as of that. <laughs> but we yeah. go, but we're gonna look at the whole card because um, there's a bunch of matches happening, and it's the first. Uh, well, it's not the first Halloween Havoc, but it's back under the Triple H regime. So, Mandy Rose is set to take on Alba Fire in a singles match for the NXT Women's Championship. Apollo Cruz versus Grayson Waller in a spin the wheel, make the deal match. 
Ah, old school WCW. We, Let's go. We don't know what it is yet. Julius Creed versus Damon Kemp in an ambulance match. If Julius loses his brother, his brother Brutus Creed will uh, have to leave NXT. Roxanne Perez versus Cora Jade in a spin the wheel, make the deal. Although the wheel was already spun and the deal was already made. It's a weapons wild match. What does that even mean? Weapons of four corners? No, it's a weapons wild match. The weapons are wild. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I have no idea what it fucking means, dude. I, I literally I think it's just another way to call it an ODQ. Yeah. So uh Carmelo Hayes versus uh Oro Mensa versus Wesley versus Va- Von Wagner versus Nathan Frazier for the vacant NXT North American Championship match. I don't see any reason not to put it back on Carmelo Hayes, but hey, we'll see what happens. And the main event for the evening is a triple threat match. Braun Breaker defending his NXT championship against Ilya Dragunov and J.D. McDonough. So we'll see what happens uh, next week. We'll, you know. Yeah, Braun will retain. You know what they're doing here? They're, they're uh, opening the floodgates for more fans. They're becoming a little bit more fan-friendly. They're leaving jumping points. Yeah. Yeah. So this is a great if you're not if you haven't watched NXT in a long time, this is the time to jump in and get hooked once again. You know, and one thing that I feel like they need to do, like they absolutely have to do, they need Rick Steiner back for a backstage segment. You know why? <laughs> gotta get why? You got you gotta get Chucky back there. It's Halloween Havoc, dude. We gotta yeah, get Chucky yeah. <laughs> and, and Rick to get some sort of just like oh, there you are, Rick. What are you doing here? You know, some something yeah. like that. Not yeah, like a, yeah. a fucking match, of course not. But put some comedy in there. Yeah. We got too much serious stuff going on here. Some backstage, like you know, have him. Hey, son, you do great in this match tonight, okay? <laughs> and he's like, "Thanks, Dad. <laughs> I get what you're saying. Thank you." And then he walks away, yeah. and then Chucky's just like, "Oh, Ricky, what you doing?" Especially with the new uh, season of Chucky uh, playing on uh, USA Network right now. Oh, well, cross promotion. Have you watched? Have you watched that show? You, uh, I did. I haven't, uh, but my niece has told me a lot about it. I heard yeah. it's good. Yeah, I hear that too. I like. But that. I hear I'm, that. I'm, if you're anti woke, if that's a thing, it's not for you. Oh, because all you can do is complain about everything. Oh, is it some sort of like, oh, I'm gonna be PC killer now, which is fine. Yeah, whatever, I'm cool yeah. with it. I don't care. <laughs> I'm, I'm cool with PC killer. Yeah. yeah, you know, be the guy who uh, uh, gives uh, kills with equity. You know. <laughs> Yeah, I already killed my three white folk for the week. I hit my quota. Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah, that fucking serial killer. Anyways, oh sheesh, yeah, that's not going to off that. the streets. Anyways, let's uh, let's get out of here for the night. Let's call it. Let's wrap it up. Let's uh, let's get ready for next week's Halloween Havoc show. Uh, well, yeah, we'll be here next week talking all about Halloween Havoc. But until then, don't forget to like, share, subscribe, comment, and uh, hey, um. Buy a shirt because we got a merch store. Check it out. It's down below. The yeah. link. Or a coffee mug. Or a coffee mug. Buy it. There's a sweatshirt too. It's getting cold outside. If you want to oh. eat. And you know, I think the it's it's a perfect just like chill, like watch wrestling kind of hoodie. You know what I mean? Right. Like mm-hmm. it's just like the hang, perfect hangout hoodie. Like hang out home. Yeah. You just put it on. You just drink drink coffee out of your city wrestling radio mug. And then there you go. put on a SmackDown from the night before on a Saturday morning. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then in five years, your girlfriend could steal it and take it for her own. Yeah, uh, that was a bit for Saturday Night Live. And it will, well, but no, but then she could be like, "I have a retro city wrestling radio hoodie." Yes. And then like yes. they'll give it to their kids, and then they'll be like, "Oh my god, 
that's a retro one it's worth a lot of money she's old now so it's <laughs> worth a lot of money kids smoking those cigarettes <laughs> through the through the neck hole. Oh no! Don't say like that. Debbie. Remember <laughs> oh, Debbie? God. Do you remember Debbie's yes. the, the neck hole oh. lady? I smoked cigarettes for years. <laughs> oh boy! The Dude, smoke came the out worst. of the hole. Yeah. Oh. If there was any commercial to deter you, that was the one. I was like, Yeah, I'm, I'm good off these cigarettes. Thanks. <laughs> yeah, no, I'll take. I'll stick with these uh, stale bubblegum ones. All right, let's get out of here. Wrap it up. Till next okay. week. I'm Corey Smith. Nah, I'm Jose Sugar. And we will see you next week. Take care and have a great week. Goodbye. Uh, bye bye. <laughs>